Time keeps on leaving and we keep on moving. When do we pass on our wisdom to the youth? My veteran story lost our discussions. Fireside chats with the bourbon or two. It's time to hear the story by military veterans. Get yourself ready. It's the Lost Arts Podcast. The Lost Arts with Andrew Cox. Hello, hello my friends and welcome back to the Lost Art Podcast. That podcast that's given a voice to our veterans. On today's episode, we will be doing a special fireside chat titled Marriage and the Military. Who better to have on the chat about this topic than my beautiful wife, Carlene? We also have Marine veterans Ramon and Lisa Villa with us as well. But before we get into today's fireside chat, are you enjoying the podcast? Then consider becoming a TLA patron. That's the Lost Art Patron. It is through donations that we are able to continue recording the podcast to get our veteran voices out for all to hear. Just go to the Lost Art website and click on the Become a Patron link. If becoming a patron does not work for you, and would you would rather do a one-time donation, then go to the Lost Art website and scroll to the bottom to find a direct cash app for donations. If you would like to become a guest and tell your veteran story, then email me at thelostartwithandrewcox at gmail.com. All right, well, here we are, and I, I've got to say this is one special fireside chat. I'm very excited about this one. Uh, mainly, I'm excited about it because of um, uh, the special guests that we have. One in particular, uh, which is uh, my lovely wife, Carlene, and I'm so excited that you're here, and you're actually going to talk on the podcast with me and uh, tell me all about it, and I'm excited. Are you still there? I am. I'm excited to be here. Okay, awesome. And now we have uh, Marine veterans Lisa and Ramon Via. How y'all doing? Great. Hey, great, great. How you doing, Andrew? Oh, I'm doing fantastic. Can't complain. So we're uh, coming together uh, to talk about uh, marriage in the military. And uh, I guess I'll start off by saying, uh, uh, Carlene and I have been married going on 28 years now. I think in June it'll be 28. Um, and I've been in the Marine Corps for 25 years, so I've been married to my wife longer than I've been married to the Corps. Do you want to add <laughs> anything, sweetie? No, you got the date right. The year's right. Good job. That's always the start. Good start, right? I, I wrote yeah. it down. I wrote it down. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Lisa, Ramon, uh, would you guys want to kind of introduce yourselves a little bit? Yeah, go ahead, sweetheart. You can tell them about when we're married because I didn't write nothing down. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I figured. <laughs> so uh, Ramon and I have been married for 32 years. This last December, we celebrated 32 years. Uh, we got married. Actually, I was still in high school. It was Christmas of my senior year of high school. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I entered the Marine Corps that June and uh, Ramon had already been in the Corps for two years. So we started our relationship with him already in the Corps. And then I became active duty for five years 
um, served and then got out. And then I followed him around as his spouse for the next, oh, I don't know, 20 some odd years. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I, I was actually in my, in my MOS school when we, when, uh, I got this letter from this young high school student saying that she wanted to be pen pals and, you know, oh, I was okay. having a good time at, at, at my school and, you know, uh, recruiter followed up with me and said, Hey man, you really got to help me out with this one. Can you talk to this? <laughs> 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 yep. yeah. He very uh, reluctantly contacted me. Uh, I bet that was reluctance. Yeah. So if, if anybody in podcast world out there wonders if I got the recruiting points for her, no, I didn't. Her ex-boyfriend did. Oh, <laughs> but, yeah. Okay. But, but, I, but I think I won this one. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Good call. Good call. All right. Um, so I guess I'll start out here by saying uh, the, the famous quote uh, that probably everyone in the military has heard at some point in time, uh, but that quote is, if the military would have wanted you to have a spouse – and the military would have given you or issued you a spouse. <laughs> so I, I know I've heard that several different times. Um, what, what do you guys think about that that exact thing there? What, what do you think? I'm, I'm going to let Lisa answer that question because that is a direct um, – she has a direct answer from her – from her, when she was a uh, – a Marine Corps family team building volunteer and used to uh, brief okay. the recruits and stuff like that, you know, yeah. so I'll let you take that one, babe. <laughs> uh, you know, yes and no, you know, yes, I've heard that statement a hundred times, but I think in the end, when the couple works together, the husband and wife, whichever one is actually, what have you, works together, I think it makes the the Marine in my in our case, you know, ours is is the Marine world. Uh -huh. um, it, it makes the Marine stronger in, in a lot of ways because he he knows in our case, you know, he knew what he was fighting for. He knew what what he he had to lose. <laughs> right. Yeah. Absolutely. You know. So. Um, so yeah. I mean, yeah. It, military life was was challenging with a spouse, but. Um, if your spouse, I think the biggest thing when I look back and, and like Ramon said, I did a lot of the family team building stuff. And if the spouse thinks that they're going to separate themselves from the military and not be involved at all, and yeah, that's your job, you just go to work, then yeah, it's not going to work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I can see that. You know, um, but, you know, the, the, the key wise volunteers back in my day was called key wise. Uh -huh. um, you know, they get a bad rap of gossip and, and all that stuff. Right. But when utilized properly, which luckily I was blessed with some amazing women that I got to um, associate with in the key wise volunteer groups. And, you know, when used properly, we were amazing support for one another and then in turn able to support our our uh, our marines that uh -huh. were deployed whether they were deployed or uh just you know a saturday afternoon concert being that you know they spent a lot of years in the band uh -huh. there are plenty of saturday afternoon concerts and parades and right yeah and all that 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 we went to so so from my perspective, you know, the, the fact of the matter is, yeah, you know, if the Marine Corps would have wanted you to have a spouse, you know, then they would have issued you one. 
you know, but the truth of the fact is, is Marines come with spouses, you know, um, <laughs> and, they, and they come with batteries, yeah. you know, we have to, re- and we have to recognize that, you know, they, they got wives that, that care and love them, you know, and, and they got, they got families that, that love them the same, you know, and, and, um, it was always nice for me to have that support network, you know, behind me, you know, I always right. knew that I always knew that the home fires were, were continuously churned, you know, the embers were still there and, uh-huh. you know, I would come home after my deployments or, you know, the time on the drill field or with my MOS, you know, come back and throw a little lighter fluid on it and, you know, the fire would go and then, you know, I'd leave and the embers would go down and, you know, <laughs> but they would still be churning, you know, yeah. if you think about that, you know, there was nothing, you know, and, and I got to hand it to Lisa. She always made sure that she was close to she she remained engaged and close never intrusive but always close and interested in what i was doing and that just really kind of you know uplifted me over the years you know because you know wow my my wife is and my kids are interested in what i'm doing they're excited about it so uh-huh. you know i'm i'm excited about it too you know and at the end of the day you know for me the marine corps provided me a a mechanism to put you know, food on, on the table. So no matter what I was doing, you know, I always felt, um, kind of, uh, you know, I, I kept a close hold because whatever I was doing, the performance I was, I was giving or the performance that I was, or my performance period was actually bred on my family's table. And I really took that to heart, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I know, me and Carlene were kind of discussing a little bit earlier. Carlene, you want to chime in on this? Yeah, well, I think that that saying is a good indicator that it's going to be challenging. <laughs> and we <laughs> came in, we were married a few years before Andrew joined. And it, it was it was difficult when he was at boot camp. I, they would have much rather he not have a wife. I think it would, yeah. have, it would have been easier. But yeah, there was it was definitely challenging. But one thing about it, when they, you do get a wife, it seems like the Marine Corps, they've you know, adopted us as part of the family. So Mm. that over the years. Mm, That's good. Yeah, very true. I I will say that uh, for me, like being, being the Marine in the, in the situation here, uh, sometimes it was difficult for me uh, because you're hanging out with your, your Marine buddies at work and stuff like that. And Oh, Hey, we want to go do this. Want to go do that. And it's like, well, I got to go home, you know? Uh, so you didn't get quite as much camaraderie uh, from time to time uh, as others. And, and I know that that becomes eventually, uh, you know, talking to a lot of Marines as they're doing their career and you hear about them struggling at home because they're going out and partying or, or whatever, not at, not at home with mom and the kids and stuff like that uh, becomes a big issue. And uh, I, I, that's from my perspective, kind of some of the stuff that I see uh, from a negative aspect. Interesting. I think one of my favorite things, though, was when um, Ramon would have his Marines over, mm-hmm. you know, or fellow Marines, you know, especially as when we were lower ranking and, you know, maybe they weren't all married. Um, but, you know, having those single guys over females as well, you know, but having them over and, you know, I had the opportunity to provide a meal mm-hmm. in, in a home. All the turkeys we cooked over the years, man, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely. You know, but, so I think 
I always enjoyed that. I know sometimes, obviously, some of the Marines were probably like, oh, I don't want to go to Gunny's house or Sergeant's yeah. house, you know, but, um, uh, but those were, those were some of my, my favorite times, not just holidays, but, you know, a, a Friday night or, yeah. or what have you. So, yeah, yeah, definitely. you know, I was, you know, I don't know if, uh, you know, you, we all know this out there, but I was actually really blessed, um, you know, in my, in my marriage, you know, especially with Lisa, um, understanding because Lisa's a Marine as mm-hmm. well. So she, we chewed the same dirt, you know, yellow footprints graduated and, and just kind of understood that. So when she had to roll, you know, shift her roles to being that supportive spouse, you mm-hmm. know, she kind of, she kind of knew, we kind of knew the same dirt we were chewing. Right. Um, but you know, it's just, you know, um, you know, we were able to hang out with colleagues and friends and everything like that. But, you know, I remember a time, especially when I was in San Diego, you know, uh, you know, when, 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 you know, Liberty Call was sounded, it, it, for me, for me at least, it, it was time to go home. Uh-huh. You know, it, it was time to go home and, yeah. and, and tend to that. Um, and, and recharge that battery. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like getting recharged for me, you know, going home and seeing my family and stuff. And then, you know, I was ready up at zero five thirty, zero five, zero four forty five. You know, get back on the road and head back down to San Diego. You know, so that way I could do my thing. You know, there. yeah, definitely. Um, so yeah. for you, that was a recharge to go go back home, stuff like that. I, I would say the same thing for me as well. Uh, so, I, like, I always get a recharge coming home, being with the wife, being with the kids, those types of things. Um, but I will say there are many Marines, like, and I'm sure you've counseled Marines as they're in relationship type stuff. Uh, that they struggle to be able to remove themselves kind of from that single lifestyle, right? And now they're in that married lifestyle. Now, um, I, I don't know how much of an issue that is for people, but I, I saw a lot of people, especially on the drill field, get divorced uh, during that time, you know, because they would rather go out and party instead of go home and see mm-hmm. mama on the, you know, one night of a cycle you got off or whatever. Right. You know, back in the day, you know, it's kind of interesting you say that, but, you know, back in the day, General Krulak came out with, uh, you know, when the crucible and, and there was a big shift in, in recruit training, you know, but, you know, he came out with the, the, the three pillars of, you know, honor, courage and commitment. Right. And as much as you are honor, courage and commitment at, you know, at work with your fellow Marines, mm-hmm. I mean, that you're Marine 24-7, 365. Yeah. So that honor, courage, and commitment that you have at home, you, know, you have to carry that honor, courage, and commitment, you know, back home because you do have a role as a, you know, as a husband or mm-hmm. as a spouse, as a, as a husband or wife or, you know, whatever the case may be. Yeah. You know, you, you have that role. And um, so, yeah, you know, you just have to, you have to put that aside, you know, when, when you do have that spouse, uh-huh. you know, at home that, that needs you, you know, you kind of, kind of, you know, need to, you know, I mean, you can't have fun with, you know, with the guys or gals anymore and, and have, you know, good times and everything like that. But you, you kind of do have to, you know, tend to, you know, to tend to what's important after hours, you know, you know, yeah. you, know you know, the X factors now, you know, and then, then you, then you, then you put, then you compile that with kids that have, you know, a certain <laughs> need with, with you as a parent, you know, and it just kind of, you know, and, and overall we were, you know, I just have to say, you know, it's kind of like, you know, I'm not saying that everything was peaches and cream with us, you know, but we did the, the one thing that really helped us out over the years is that the units that we're with, 
also had families too. And no matter what rank we were at, we got to kind of, you know, cross pollinate just, we had a commonality between each other because we were families and and we had kids and we kind of associated with each other. And, you know, it was kind of, you know, that was kind of special for us too. And that, that kind of helped out over the years. Oh yeah. I can see that. Um, earlier when we were talking, we talked about being a Marine 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And, uh, Carlene has some, some good info on that. Yeah. We were just talking about that. Um, yeah, it's, it was hard. It it was a little bit of a shock because we were married before. (laughs) And so, you know, my husband comes home every day at five and, um, you know, we get to go when we want, do when we want. And then all of a sudden he joins the Marine Corps and it's like, oh, when he was, you know, younger rank or a lower rank, he had to go do the jobs that other people didn't want to do. And then right. as he got into a higher rank, it was all of a sudden you're getting calls at three o'clock in the morning or, you know, all through the night and on the weekends, you've got to go take care of some Marine. So, yeah, you're definitely... The, the Marine Corps or the military, whichever branch, is definitely part of your marriage <laughs> during that time. And just, yeah. mm-hmm. I forgot about those three o'clock in the morning calls. You're right. <laughs> yeah. And so how did how did uh, how did you, both of you, Carlene and Lisa, how did you deal with um, managing that uh, throughout the years? Like what was your, uh, I guess, coping uh, skills mm-hmm. for that? Uh, for me, I, I think those, you know, three o'clock calls, those weekend interruptions, um, I think they just became part of life. I, I think in, in a, in a way in my head, I just related to the fact that for us, that was the mission that God had called my husband to do and that he was in that position for a reason. Mm-hmm. And, and I had to believe that and rely on that that you know when he got that call at three in the morning that that was he was the marine that was designed to to deal with that call because it obviously was not a good call (laughs) yeah that's true no no calls at 3 a.m are good calls (laughs) it's like kind of like that nothing good happens after midnight it's 100 percent. that is true yeah that is true yeah i i just i just had to believe in my heart that God had a plan and my husband was the one who needed to, 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 that was the one that was supposed to get the call, you know, just keep going. (laughs) (laughs) Cardling, how how did you kind of deal with it? Yeah, I don't think I was as nice as Lisa. (laughs) It took a little bit. Our first duty station was in 29 Palms and it was difficult. So I think, I think we went through the emotions and, I think uh, eventually what it boiled down to was just getting to understand the Marine Corps because I didn't come from, though my father served in Korea, it was way before I was born. And so I I didn't have that military concept. And so it was a lot of like doing the key wives class and Mm -hmm. looking at um, mentors and the mentor wives to see how they handle it to, to really learn about the Marine Corps and what it was about. And, um, yeah, and how to handle it. So it took a little bit, but then, you know, I think it's just, um, you know, what she said, just having a loose grip and just knowing that that's your job. That's what you're supposed to do. And you're there to take care of them. Plus, I saw how much you cared, you know, even if it was you had to unload an entire trailer by yourself of equipment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you, you did the job 
you know, right. in a way, the best way you could. And then definitely as, as you went up in rank, I mean, definitely care, still care about the Marines and just, you know, you'd run to the hospital or go wherever you needed to go. And so it's hard to argue with that. Yeah. It, it definitely was. And, you know, it's funny because when, when they were lower ranking, I guess I had the advantage that, like I said, I was active duty. Plus I grew up, um, as a military brat. So I had some, a lot of military experience, but when they were lower rank, they just got all the, you know, he's the only one unloading the trailer <laughs> <laughs> or he had to go drive the, the five ton truck or, or what have you. And I thought at first I used to think that, well, once he gets higher ranking or like, especially when he was on the drill field, Oh, well, once he gets to senior drill inspector, <laughs> then he's not going to have the crap yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> jobs, you know, then he, he's going to be around more. And I realized as he progressed in rank that, that just meant, you know, he had more responsibility and, and he got more of those 3 a.m. calls. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah. So it's like, oh. Let's, just, let's put it out there. That drill field is a whole different ball game. Uh, yep. Yeah, yes, it, it is. is. It, it is. It is. It is a whole different so, uh, from, you from know, the, I, Sorry, go ahead, Ramon. No, I remember, I mean, when I was on the drill field, it was always a, uh, I don't know if it was a joke or a saying, you know, it's been so long, but it was like, you know, uh, a, you know, a half a day felt like a whole, you know, a, a half a day felt like a whole weekend. And yeah. if you got a whole day and if you got a whole day, it felt like a whole week. And then when you got, you know, if you got that 10 days basket in between cycles, then that felt like a whole month. And it was like I, the drill field really showed us in a family how to really embrace i mean with us and our four kids and the four kids we have had had at the time you know our little the little ones we all learned as a whole family that to to know how to embrace the the time and appreciate the time we have so and then just kind of not to dovetail the topic off but i remember um there was a mention both ladies had mentioned something about you know, key, key wise, Car Carlene had made mention, you know, key wise, Lisa did. I have to tell you, if there's a spouse out there that is in the Marine Corps, and I know the Army services have it and the Navy's and, and different services have it, but there are courses that you can take that kind of like um, orientate mm -hmm. new spouses into the military. And, you know, whether that could be, you know, just culture or learning how to read learning and a live and earning statement, you know, uh -huh. or coping. I mean, I would suggest get involved. And if you find the classes or seek out these seminars that are out there, these classes that are out there, these training sessions and take them because it's, it's kind of a, it, it, it was, it's, it can be a really eye opener and a really understanding that can make life easier for you as a spouse, but then also to help support your service member as well. Yeah. Yeah. Very good point. So, um, as we're moving along in this and, and you guys kind of touched on it a couple of times, but, uh, your faith, uh, helped you through a lot of the times, right? Uh, mm -hmm. and I know you've mm -hmm. all, you've both been a good example, you know, in your faith and, and doing things like that, especially in front of the Marines and just making sure that they kind of see it. Um, so 
how important do you feel that 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 aspect of being in uh, married in the Marine Corps, married in the military, uh, benefited you? <laughs> I would say it was everything. Yeah. I don't, you know, we tell our now all grown children and that are just all got married recently, you know, that that without God at the center of our lives together, I don't know. Uh, I don't know how we would have made it even for for us. Um, just the same. We're Catholic. We're Roman Catholic. Uh-huh. And and just the simplest idea that when my husband was deployed um, and, you know, he went to services on the other side of the world, wherever he was, and uh-huh. I went to services, we were hearing the same message. Uh-huh. It was the exact same readings <laughs> because it's one universal search. So, so when I went to mass on Sunday with my family, you know, with all the children and stuff, I knew that my husband was hearing the same readings, and we were together worshiping yeah. together, and that alone for me, made the deployments doable, made, ironically, it made, it made going to mass on Sunday joyful and hurtful all at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I can see that. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, for, for us, I know that without knowing that, that God had a plan and that he was, protecting my husband and that um, and he was looking after us and that we had something in common there. Uh I I don't think we would have made it 32 years. Yeah. (laughs) You know, I I get, you know, faith plays a big part, you know, it it was central focus in our lives, you know, and um, it it, it was, it was definitely an anchor for us faith, Um, you know, but, you know, taking, taking just a step, further, you know, when I would, you know, end up Marines, um, whether that be in the operating forces of the schoolhouse, I used to tell them just a few things. I used to tell them, you know, give three things, or I, I would give them six things. And three of those things were, were be no do, what a Marine should be, what a Marine should know, and what a Marine should do. Uh-huh. And, and, within, and within those three things, I would say that Part of that would be to have a healthy mind, a healthy body, and a healthy spirit. Yeah. You know, and 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 and, and all of that would would just kind of that. That's what I would kind of tell, you know, the Marines. You know, um, you know, when you were in when when you're a recruit, uh-huh. or, or you had recruits, you know, it was like everybody everybody went to church on Sunday because yeah, you know, they could either go to church or they could stay with me, the drill instructor, and, and that's right. And they would they would always prefer to go to church. That's know? right. But, church was I way mean, better. I can tell you that. Kind of say something, you know. <laughs> but I mean, for us, you know, it was it was played uh, at faith played played a played a played a huge part. It was an anchor that that really kind of you know, that, that, that kept us, that kept us together. I mean, that, and that was just our personal experience there, you know, know, a lot of people out there, you know, have experienced differently or cope in different ways for us, you know, it was maintaining, you know, um, that central point, you know, was a focal point for us. Yeah. 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 Very good point. Carlene, did you have something? Yeah. And I think 
just being a Marine Corps wife, we don't have a lot of control. We don't have, we're not able to say where we want to move or where we're going to move um, and all those things. And, you know, but God does, but God has control. And that was a big part of just having faith that God's will was done and that he would keep you safe. And, and that's, yeah, it got through a lot of, a lot of times. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, that's very true. Um, so um, as we're moving through this conversation, uh, I want you to kind of address some of the things that you would want to impart on uh, the servicemen and women of today as they're moving through their careers. What What is it, you know, when it comes to being married in the military, how would you recommend, what would you recommend to them as you're moving forward? Oh, wow. That's a big, big topic. It is, it is. Um... I think about that one. <laughs> Anybody want to chime in? <laughs> I, I think I would say, I think I would tell any military spouse to understand that the military is not a job. It's a lifestyle. Yeah. I think, you know, I think when you walk into it as a lifestyle that, you know, like Kelly was saying earlier, you know, you're going to move. And mm -hmm. you don't get to choose where, yeah. <laughs> you know, and um, it, so when you understand it as a lifestyle and embrace the lifestyle of being in the military, I understand that as a spouse, you didn't sign the dotted line to, to be <laughs> in the service, but your spouse did. Mm -hmm. And the only way they're going to be successful is if, is if you understand what's going on and um, and embrace the lifestyle, embrace the moves. When when you move for the tenth time, you know, <laughs> learn the area and explore and embrace what that area has to to offer. And absolutely, you know, meet the other spouses in the unit, depending on the size of of the unit. I mean, we are mm -hmm. blessed with fairly small units. Um, but you know, uh, you know, meet the other spouses, be interested in, in your spouse's job and what they're doing. And, um, but yeah, just be all in it, yeah. it's, it's a lifestyle. I, I think that's probably. Yeah, that's good advice. Carling. Yeah, I would, I would piggyback on that. Just have a loose grip. Don't. And you're going to make plans, but don't let them be set in stone because it's going to change. You know, I can't. Oh, my gosh. Let's see. We had orders to Hawaii and we ended up here. That's we right. had. Thanks, um, Trenum. Told you. Yeah, we had orders. I told you, to too, AJ. <laughs> yeah. We had orders to go to Spain. Was it Spain? Yeah. Or, or no, uh, Italy. 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 Yeah. yeah. Naples, Italy, you know, and and all the things that went into that and then to turn around and end up somewhere else. Um, yeah, just have a loose script. It's like that movie Parenthood in the eighties with Steve Martin. Yeah. The roller coaster. You know, those, you can, you can ride the roller coaster and hold on tight, but it, you're going to be sore and have some, you know, negative thoughts when you get off or you can just throw your hands in the air and have a, a loose script and just enjoy the ride. Um, I, I yeah, think enjoy. I, I think my favorite moving story was the time that 
Uh, I'm at the house and the truck arrives with the Packers a day early and we still did not know where we were going. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm calling my husband at work going, um, all right, Ramon, this cannot, uh, I'm pretty flexible, but we got to know. Yeah. Is there stuff going? Because at that point we had two options. We were either moving from Virginia Beach here. We we're either going to California mm -hmm. or North Carolina. Two very different locations. Yeah. I needed to know where am I telling this to <laughs> Oh, you, you didn't say like that. Is <laughs> a remote. The truck is here. The movers are here. Where do I tell them to take our stuff? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good time right there. Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah. <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, you and, and embrace it and, and just kind of take the ride. I, I just remember we're having a conversation with one of our kids the other night because they had, it, you know, they experienced it, but they couldn't remember because they were so young. Mm -hmm. uh, Lisa would remember when I reported into Miramar and we rented a house yeah. and I went to work and literally six weeks later, I'm gone. I'm in a plane. I'm, yeah. I'm leaving. And then Lisa ends up getting housing in while I'm gone. And the kids are worried that, you know, dad's deployed and we're moving and dad's not going to know where we're going to be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> where are we going to be? We're moving, you know, <laughs> you know, and then, then almost a year later, you know, to the day, almost to the year, to the month, you know, I'm gone again. Yeah. And then, and then what, babe, another six months after that, gone again. You know, yeah. it just, you know, so you just kind of, you know, I, I was really lucky to have uh, a supporting network in both children and wives, because they, and wives, <laughs> no, in <laughs> wife. I had no idea. <laughs> yeah, in wife, because she understood. But, you know, you know, it's just the one thing that I, that I, as I look back, is I'm a lot, you know, more long in the tooth now <laughs> is you know, I had all these operating things and shifting and moving and commitments and obligations and Marines to take care of, you know, mm -hmm. and now that I look back, I don't know if I could impart anything on, you know, Marines, you know, out there that with spouses is, you know, you got all these moving parts at work and everything's really high op tempo and, mm -hmm. you know, you're making things happen and you're hooking and jabbing. Well, don't forget, you know, that there's a lot of hooking and jabbing going on at home, too. Mm -hmm. You know, it just may not be your kind of hooking and jabbing. Hooking and jabbing maybe, you know, running eight different places, you know, taking taking the kids to daycare or to preschools or yeah. to this class or to that class. Or maybe somewhere in the middle of all of this stuff that's, that mama's supposed to be taking care of at home, you know, they're somewhere in the middle. She's got to fit in. Because you asked her to take your, you know, you asked her to take your medals to some <laughs> special place and you gave her a piece of paper with some directions saying, this is how you do it. You yeah. know, um, you know, just, you know, don't forget when she asks you how your day's going or they ask you how, they, you know, your day, your day went there at work that, you know, you kind of return that favor and say, well, you know, how was your day? Well, you know, yeah. what, what happened? What happened to you? You know, and, you know, just, you know, and have that conversation, you know, when, when you get home, you know, yeah, life gets busy. Nice. 
Mm-hmm. And you just got to, you know, just, just, you know, just don't forget that, you know, you're a Marine 24-7. You have a Marine family. And you're Marine. And, you know, for I know for in our case, for our Marine family, you know, I knew I was a Marine 24-7. Mm-hmm. But I also knew, and this is this is true. I knew my family knew that they were a Marine family, you know, 20, 24 seven as well. I mean, and, and you just, you know, you just got to know that, you know, you, you, you I wasn't, I, you know, I was gunny at work, but when home I was, I had to be Ramon. I had to be bad, you know? Yeah. 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 Definitely. You know, you know, so. I, I know there's always one thing that stuck to me uh, that Carlene used to say um, was like when I was on the drill field or, or whatever, she said, go ahead and make the plans um, and and don't break those plans, even if he says he's coming home or not. Carlene, you want to talk to that? Sure. I don't remember saying that. <laughs> you don't remember saying that? Okay. So when I was on the drill field... <laughs> Um, I would say, Hey, I'm coming home tonight. And, uh, then all of a sudden I wouldn't be able to come home and you had always said, well, just go ahead, whatever plans that you had, go ahead and keep them, you know, and if he shows up great, if not, well, you already had your plans and you can go do it. Oh yes. You're talking about me have plans. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yes. Yeah. I learned that right away. I think the first time he was on the drill build, um, and he came home after like four weeks for the first time. And it was the first night I had plans to go to a movie or something. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, are you kidding? This is the first night I made plans with a friend. And he's finally home. And, yeah, from then on, I was like, you know, I can't because it was so stressful. And you never knew when he was going to come home that, you know, we would work it out. Plus, he just wanted to sleep anyway. Um, Not that I that wanted was, to sleep. It's yeah, that I had to sleep. sleep. And sometimes he would go with me. I think one time we had tickets to the Anaheim Ducks final game. Yeah. And uh, we were like in a suite. Like we got free tickets somehow through my job. And Matthew Perry was sitting like two rows below us. And I'm like, Andrew, look, it's Matthew Perry. I look over and Andrew is knocked out, sleeping (laughs) hard in his seat. I'm like, oh, my goodness. We're going to be on the screen. I know it. Yeah. Slept through the whole game. I don't remember any of it. That would have been a heck of a kiss cam, huh? Yeah, I know. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that, I've always thought that was good, uh, good advice. I mean, I know it, it's not a good place to be in, you know, not knowing if your spouse is coming home or not and or when and that type of stuff. But it does happen in the military. Uh, mm-hmm. So and on a, on a drop of a dime, anything could change. And then all of a sudden, whatever plans you had are out the window. Uh, I don't know how many times that's happened to us. I'm sure Carlene has kept count at some point. And I'm sure I'm going to pay for them in retirement. Too many times. <laughs> you owe her. Yeah, yeah, I do. You right, Carlene? We have it. We have it finally kind of a, okay, this is when, what time dinner is in this house. If you're home, yeah. great. If not, uh, we're eating. It, yeah. This is be, because you're right. Oh yeah, I'm gonna be home by six, honey. Sure. <laughs> I don't think I've ever made it home when I said I was going to. Like ever. No, I don't think so. I know. I know she gets mad at me whenever I say, "Oh yeah, yeah, I, I, I'm on my way." And then, like 45 minutes later, she's like, "Uh huh, you're on your way, huh?" <laughs> yeah. The nice thing what is are you now doing? we have. Oh, I had just this one more thing. Yeah, yeah, just one more thing. The nice thing is we have the trackers now. You know, I can see his little dot moving and see. 
Oh, <laughs> he is actually on his way home. Or when he calls and says, I'm on my way home. And then I see his tracker not move. I'm like, mm-hmm, yep, you are not on your way home. What was it that I put, I typed in my thing one time and I can't remember what it was and you were so mad at me. Uh, I, it was like uh, something like soon be or what? Oh, man, I wish I could remember what it was that I typed, and you got so mad at me because <laughs> that is not what that means to me. <laughs> what was that? If you were on your way, oh, oh, yeah, no. be, was it on your way? Me. On my way? On so, my way? Yeah. Yeah, on my way. You're on and, your way is different than my on my way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> what well, it was funny i had learned it was like we have uh what do we say in our family it's like we have uh right now right now right now later and later yeah. later yeah 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 that's a good way of doing it <laughs> it's just like i need you to get this done but do you need to get me to get it done right now right now or right now later <laughs> <laughs> i like it um yeah i think yeah like in the in the military and, and being married yes is challenging 100 um but you have to be a team you got to work together you got to try to figure everything out uh as a team and uh a lot of times that you know people say don't go to sleep at night mad uh we have tried that in our house i think there's a couple of times that we've gone to bed mad um i refuse to sleep on the couch most of the time no matter what um you know just because I'm stubborn more than anything. Um, but, you, you know, we've had our fair share of arguments and fights, but I will always say we always come back together. We figure out a way to communicate with each other, talk it out and figure out how to move forward at that point. Um, but that's that's my perspective. And I, I'm going to stick to that, Carly. Right. Yeah. There you go. True. Well, well, I can't sleep on the couch after retirement. I can't sleep after the couch because my CPAP is right next to the bed. <laughs> you got you to have the CPAP. Yeah. I got to have my CPAP. Yeah, wake the dog up if he has to try to sleep <laughs> My English bulldog will wake up. <laughs> <laughs> You're challenging the bulldog in his snoring contest. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. If you, you, the other thing is, is that, you know, you have to, I mean, I think more so than a lot of other couples, you have to, as a military couple, you have to maintain uh, some humor in your life too. Some yeah. things you just got to laugh at, you know, you just, you know, it's just, you know, it's like, oh, here we go again. And you just kind of chuckle <laughs> and you, you take that left foot forward, you keep marching, you know, you just, <laughs> you know, humor, you know, having humor and fun in your life is, is, is no matter what, whether you're military couple or not you, you have to have that yeah, it has to be a factor you know just humor fun enjoying each other i mean it's, it's why you're with your soulmate yeah absolutely and then when you do finally get a time where they actually are home and and you have that free moment of you know what they're actually technically is nothing on the schedule this weekend is is taking that time to remember your husband and wife and enjoy mm. each other's company. Yeah. We were, we were very blessed over the years, even though we never lived near family. 
um, you know, I always made sure I, I had very close friends that I trusted and stuff that could watch the kids, mm-hmm. um, you know, whether it be for a night or a weekend. So the two of us could get away and just be husband and wife, yeah. you know, for that, that brief moment. So that way, 20 some odd years later, when the kids are all grown and gone and he's retired from the military, we actually still kind of like each other. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thanks. I can see that. I can see how that would be good. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> kind but, of. But it was because of the work that was done over the years of of taking that time. But like Ramon said, that's that's whether you're military or or not. You got to mm-hmm. take that that time as husband and wife, and um, you know, remember why you're together yeah absolutely yeah i know for me and carlene uh we we said a long time ago that uh we'll never say goodbye we always say i love you and i think mm-hmm. you can correct me if i'm wrong on this it came from the song back in the day never say goodbye right but we always say i love you so when we're leaving whether it's you know me going to work in the mornings or, or whatever uh we always say i love you that way the last thing that we said was something you know uh in a loving way and hopefully that will stick, you know, if something bad ha- were to happen or anything like that. Absolutely. Carlene, you want to jump in on that? Yeah, it's from the song by uh, Bon Jovi. Bon Jovi. Yeah. Bon Jovi was smart. Yeah. Never said goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was our song, wasn't it? Yeah. See, I'm, I'm getting all kind of bonus points. I wrote that down too. <laughs> so. I probably shouldn't say I wrote it down. I think that, that means that it's not a bonus point. Man, that, that right? was back in that, man, that was that was back in the eighties, right? Yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> Gee, we'll thought the big hair in the Aquanet now, man. <laughs> <laughs> My, yeah. We're getting ready to bust shoe pants. Parachute <laughs> pants. Oh, yeah. Man. I know you were rocking some parachute pants though. Oh, you know it. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. I could spin on my knee like there was no tomorrow. Very nice. Now I can't even walk up the stairs. Yeah. It does change a little bit over time. Uh, that I found. All you young guys, you need to go out and take care of yourself. You know, go to medical, do your thing. Uh, you're not, you're not uh, too, uh, don't be too proud. Uh, like some of us, we're probably too proud to go to medical. Um, yeah, yeah, that was me. What what, what do you say, Andrew? To change your uh, stay motivated. And change, stay motivated yeah. and change your socks. Change yeah. your socks. Yes. Yeah. yes, it's good advice. Good yeah. advice. Yeah, the motivation yeah, the only, part is good. Yeah. The only problem with that advice now is that now our adult children, if they get sick or were sick or something, and my daughter will be like. Well, did you change your socks? <laughs> <laughs> That's why that you didn't comes change back them. to us. <laughs> it comes back, back to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Very true. Oh, man. Well, hey, it's been a, a fantastic time uh, chatting about this. Is there anything else that uh, that you guys want to bring up that maybe I missed? I, I We hadn't had a chance to talk about. I can't, I, I can't think this was a lot of fun. I mean, this yeah. is really, really, I mean, AJ Cox, you really got something good going on here with your followers and everything. Um, 
I remember hearing your first podcast and I, and I've heard a few more and it, this is just really something special, um, that I feel that you, that you have going on. And I, and I, and I do encourage it. And I hope you continue it. This is really cool. And this yeah. is good for a lot of people. Yeah, good fireside chats, man. Well, thank you. I and we can we're gonna continue it because uh, in retirement here, as we are moving in that direction, uh, we're getting that RV. We're gonna travel a country, and we're just gonna hit up different places. And the veterans that are in that area, we'll try to get as many veteran stories as we can, uh, have as many fireside chats as we can about uh, topics that are that are interesting and important to the military and veteran communities. Uh, we're going to keep that going as much as we can. Uh, the wife has been pushing me pretty good on it too. So, uh, and I couldn't do 90% of it without her saying, yeah, push this button, do this, do that, you know, cause I'm not great with computers. <laughs> I think the only thing, I think that the one saved round I would have would be that, um, as a spouse and in the military, don't listen to all the the negative, you know, mm. oh, it's not going to happen. Oh, you're not going to make it. I mean, it, Ramon and I were a statistic waiting to happen. I mean, I was still in high school. Then mm. I went out to duty and, and then got out. I mean, we were so, so young. And according to the military and all of our friends in the military and all that stuff, oh, you're not going to make it. You're not going to make it. Just don't listen to that. Make, mm -hmm. make your own story. Yeah, absolutely. That's great advice. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I think what's our friends that were. Sorry, go ahead, Carly. Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, I was just going to say that's true. Don't listen to the negative. Our first duty station was 29 Palms and everybody said how awful it was and how much we would hate it. And I loved it. Oh my gosh. I loved it so much and I wanted to go back, but then they closed the band. Um, <laughs> but yeah, don't listen to that. Make your own decisions about things and, and stay positive. Stay positive. Make, you know, if it is really bad, find something good about it. Um, there's always something good. Always. Yeah. Very true. And find yourself positive people have, you know, interest, you know, with you as well. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, you are, if you have, you know, if you're a married couple and you associate yourselves with your unit or, or, or let's say you find yourself a, you know, a faith-based community or a civic community, you find like-minded people that have the same interests that are positive. Uh -huh. You know, get get involved with that. You know, um, you, uh, you know, or in your unit, if you're if you have got kids, you're going to find yourself associating with others that have kids, and and, and you relate to each other. Um, you know, don't forget your date, your spouse. Yeah. You know, those, you know, get those concert tickets if you can afford it. Go to the movies, or you sometimes you may not have. I mean, we've been there and done that. You know, we're Lisa and I. You know, we're we're down to the last you know, maybe 25 bucks and uh -huh. it's a date night. And guess what? It's a $5 box of top sitting there <laughs> yeah. just having a conversation with each other. And, you know, you know, you just, you know, you just make the time special in another and, and you endure it. You can do yeah. it. All of us can do it out there. You know, uh, like the lady said, probably the best advice just don't listen and make your make your own stories, man. I got to hand it to the to the ladies here. Absolutely, yeah. That's just that's great. 
Yeah. Arlene, did you have anything you wanted to bring up? Yeah, just um, have a loose grip. Enjoy it. We, we've been in the Marine Corps, uh, or I've been a spouse for 25 years, and I, I've loved it. And there's been some hard times, but overall, it's been great. And I can't imagine And it gave us the life that we have. So. And yeah. you're about to retire at 46 years old. That's right. Forty-six <laughs> years. Congratulations. So, uh, and this month, wait, well, we're not in February yet, but it's it's kind of ironic that uh, February is what in in two days, and uh, I went to boot camp in February, and there is a certain individual. And I don't. I hate to bring up names, but um, there was a drill instructor. Uh, when I was coming through that, man, did he give me a hard time at boot camp? It was horrible, <laughs> absolutely horrible. I remember I was a whiskey locker recruit. I know, I know you know this story, but uh, not everybody knows it, Ramon. So I'm going to let everybody know. Um, Here we go. <laughs> yeah. I was a whiskey locker recruit. You know, I was in charge of it. So you have to make sure everything's lined perfect and stuff like that. And I remember, I, I can't remember which drill instructor it was, but one of them would come in, they're like, you know, I, they just found out I was in the band. They're like, oh, you're in the band. Oh, I know somebody you need to talk to. And I was like, "Hi, right, sir. And, then, you know, the drill instructor leaves. And I'm like, okay, I go back to fixing my whiskey locker like a good recruit. And uh, <laughs> next thing I know, this drill instructor walks in and he starts laying into me. I'm pretty sure he raked everything off onto the floor. I mean, he just went one side down the other. I was probably in there for two hours listening to him ramble about how being in the band was, you know, you joined the world's greatest fighting force to be in the band. And he went on and on and on about that. And, uh, yeah, every time he saw me, the rest of the time, it was the same things. He would always mess with me. Uh, and then right at the very end, uh, he comes up, you know, and he's like, do you know why I gave you such a hard time about being in the band? I was like, no, sir. He says, well, it's because I'm in the band, too. And at that point, I'm pretty sure all I saw was red. Um, and if I could have, I probably would have strangled him. But I didn't. <laughs> and uh, I was Look able who that to... guy is. I know. Who is that guy, Ramon? I, I know you have a good story about that, too. So, Well, for real instructor has two hours to mess with a recruit, okay? <laughs> it wasn't two hours. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and all that stuff in the whiskey in the in the equipment locker costs money, so I'm sure nothing really fell on the floor. Okay? Right? Yeah, he's in quotation marks saying that right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So no, yeah, you know, I mean, it's just been, you know, who would have, who would, I mean, just who would have thought that, you know, once you know a, a recruit that was in in my company would 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 you know later serve with me you know, at first Marine division, um, what, what, you know, would, would later, I mean, just, I mean, I'm going to shoot your accolades up in the air, would later become a drill instructor himself <laughs> and much less also chief drill instructor and then serve at my last, in my seat, in my last post yeah. at a, as a, as a senior enlisted advisor for Marine detachment. I mean, I left that seat in, 2013 and mm -hmm. here someone that i that i came across in at mcrd bravo company bravo nation <laughs> go out there. you know you know That's in right. bravo comp in bravo company somebody that that you know i came across with you know um would would just 
you know, get as far. Just congratulations to you and, and your wife just in, in hanging in there and, and rising to both of you, rising to the top like, like you have. And, you know, now just, you know, creating, you know, your, you know, your, your own new adventures. Congratulations, you guys. And I have been honored to be, to serve with you, Andrew, and, and, and to be your friend now you know thank you so much absolutely no no i i I appreciate that that's very very kind of you but you know you led the way for me uh you set a high standard and i and i had to follow suit so thank you for that i appreciate it and uh i have a a really funny add-on to that oh yeah that let's let's hear it (laughs) so the our children have heard that story for years right (laughs) it's always been a a, a fun party story, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> About dad just throwing the recruit in the whiskey locker and yep, all that yep. stuff. And I think, well. I didn't throw him in the whiskey locker. <laughs> no, that happened. It 100%. I did not. Yeah. I, I, not only did you knock everything over, you threw me in. Oh, which here caused we go. everything to fall over. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I am so glad it was like 20 years ago. <laughs> So our our children have heard that story for years. Now, again, they're all adult children now. And just a few weeks ago when I did the live video of of Ramon and Andrew at uh, Anchor Alley's playing together and stuff, my daughter asked me, oh, who's that? And I told her, I says, remember the story, the whiskey locker? <laughs> she's like, she's like, that's the Marine? I'm like, yes, that is Andrew Cox. He's like, he's so tall. Because for those of us, you know, not in podcast world, Ramon's all of 5'7", five, 5'8", five, if he sounds really tall. Yeah. And Andrew's a lot taller. And I was like, she's like, I I don't know. I You know, she's heard the story for 20 years. She's like, I just always imagined him so much smaller. <laughs> <laughs> it's good stuff. Yeah. What is so, it? It's such a small Marine Corps. You know? Yeah, that it is. Yeah. Yes. Um, all right. So we're, we're approaching that hour mark here. Um, I will say... Um, to both my wife and Lisa, uh, and any spouses out there, um, you guys do wonderful work. You have a job that is incredibly difficult. You're having to put up with, with all the, the things within the military that happen that nobody really wants to happen, but they do. Uh, and, and you're doing great things out there. Um, you know, I, Carlene, thank you very much for what you've personally done for me. I love you very much. Um, but yeah, thank you. Thank you guys for being on the podcast. Uh, this has been a really good fire fireside chat for me. It's been fun. Thank you, sir. It's been fun. Thank you, Andrew. All thank right. You, well, I love you too. Oh, I love you. Um, okay. Well, with that, that brings us to the end of this fireside chat. I want to thank everybody out there for listening, tuning in. We are getting record numbers right now on the podcast, which is outstanding. Uh, Thank you for everybody that's tuning in and starting to listen to more and more podcasts. We're going to keep them coming, and uh, we're going to try to uh, do as much as we possibly can as we move forward in retirement. All right, with that, stay motivated, change your socks.